Goodbye, P.J. Walker. Hello, Tyson Bajan. Sports Talk Chicago. Here with John's Glue. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago Bears and Chicago sports content. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. And up our sponsor, Amish Country Farms in Orland Park. What a whirlwind of a week. NFL cut days forthcoming and now over with. And the Bears made the right decision. Brian Poles made the right decision, one that we advised him about on this program about two weeks ago. Tyson Bajant is officially the QB2 for the Bears. And Ryan Poles, although maybe not popular in terms of salary cap space, made the right decision in terms of merits and talent and what the Bears should look like moving forward. In case you haven't heard, which I'm sure you have, P.J. Walker has been cut. Tyson Bajant will be the QB2 for the Bears, and that's going to be it. Nathan Peterman also cut. Fields is one, Bajant's two, and that's all the Bears need right now. The Bears ended up giving up $2 million of P.J. Walker's guaranteed salary now that he was cut from the team. But as Ryan Poles demonstrated in this move, who cares? And that's what I love most about this decision. Who cares? For once, the Bears are making decisions based off of merit, based off of talent, based off of skill, and not off of, well, we owe this guy. I don't want to piss him off. He needs to stay. Talk about a fresh perspective. Ryan Poles isn't doing this with everybody. We're going to do a separate video on Bayless Jones Jr. You want to stick around for that one. But he's doing it with P.J. Walker and with the backup quarterback position. It was pretty clear throughout the preseason, at least in the games, and according to Matt Eberflus in practice, that Tyson Bajan was the better quarterback. In the first game against Tennessee, Bajan went 4-5 for 37 yards. P.J. Walker went 4-8 for 19 yards and a pick. Ouch. In the second game against Indianapolis, Bajan, 9 of 10 for 76 yards. And he also added a rushing touchdown. And in the last game, 7 of 14, 43 yards. Bajan did not look good in the final game, but Walker still didn't do enough to impress or overtake what Bajan had done previously. According to an article here from Bears Wire, some quotes here from Matt Eberflus about how this all happened. Quote from Eberflus, it was an open competition and it was created. It was created by the players. The players created that. Tyson really created that in practice and he did it and created it in the games. What we saw from him was execution, poise, accuracy, and the ability to move the ball down this field. And again, he's put his best foot forward. Matt Eberflus on Tyson Bajan. This was pretty apparent to Bears fans after maybe the second preseason game. First game, it was just exciting, and could he do this again? Then he did it again. Then it was like, okay, you really can't cut this kid. But I think the most refreshing part of this move, and I'm going to keep saying it because this is key. I hope everybody understands how key this is. For years, as Bears fans, and we're not even going to Matt Nagy or Ryan Pace. We're going before that. We're going Bill Embry, Jerry Angelo, even further back. For years, it's been. We're indebted to him. We paid him money. A lot of it's guaranteed. We can't cut him. We can't cut this player. I don't care how bad he is. The name and the recognition and the salary forces us not to cut him. That's been the Bears' mantra for 20 years, minimum, if not longer. Ryan Poles is breaking that mold. This is big news, not just for Tyson Bajan and his performance, which makes everybody happy, but for the bigger picture. The Bears have finally said, and they've mandated it here, we care about talent, we care about skill set, we care about fit in our scheme. We don't care what your name is, what you were quote-unquote brought in for, 
and how much money you're making. If you do not contribute to this team, and if you lose your spot or lose your competition based on skill, you're out. That is a winning precedent. Winners do that stuff, not losers. And that's why the Bears have been losers for 20, 30, 40 years since the Super Bowl. That's why they've been losers. Because they're more worried about pleasing certain players and pleasing agents, pleasing coaches, GMs, whatever the case may be. They're not worried about pleasing the overall product and winning football games. That changed with this move. Tyson Bajan could turn into a gigantic bust. He could turn into nothing for the Bears. But you know what? Based on his performance, based on the evaluation and what the Bears and what we all saw through the three preseason games and in practice, he clearly won the job. And the Bears chose him because of skill set and talent. If Bajan turns out to be a bust, I have no blame nor issue with Ryan Poles' decision here. Bajan could totally stink it up, be a complete bust, and just do horrible in regular season games does not matter to me. I'm never going to blame Ryan Poles for this decision, not once, because at the end of the day, in this moment, at this time, it was based on talent, it was based on skill set, it was based on how is he going to fit in this scheme, and the answers to all those were better than P.J. Walker. And that was the choice. That was the decision made, and I cannot applaud it enough. Even these quotes from Eberflus, and here's a real narrative shift. Would Matt Nagy have said what Eberflus said here? Ask yourself that question. Ask yourself if Matt Nagy would have said it was an open competition and it was created by the players. The players created it. No, Matt Nagy would have been like, well, I like you, I don't like you. Okay, you're out. There is no creative competition. There is no, hey, you can earn it and be on this team based on merit. Because if that were the case, Mitch Trubisky never would have been benched. I just love the shift organizationally and culturally with this team. And this decision, again, on the base level, on the surface level, hey, it's great for Tyson Bajan. What a nice story. But there is so much more that goes behind this rather than wow, nice story. This is a precedent. It's a mandate. It's an organizational and cultural change and shift and a profound one at that. There's no more, I need to cater to this guy. I need to worry about this guy. I paid him $2 million. I can't let that go. Ryan Poles showed here, too, that he's not cheap. He might be shrewd in the players he signs, the contracts he gives out, which is great. He's in budget, love that stuff. But he's not cheap in terms of, hey, I made a bad investment. I got to kind of hold on to him and see what happens. No, he's okay cutting $2 million, but that means he takes the better player. So much positive with this decision. So much good with this decision, it's more than just they took Tyson Bajan. And I hope everybody understands it and recognizes it now because these are this is what winning organizations do. This is what winning teams do. This is what good teams do. Think about the dynasties and the great teams over the past 15, 20 years, the Patriots. They bring in everybody. They give them lower contracts if you're a misfit toy, per se, you come to the Patriots and you're going to win and it's going to work out. Think about the Colts early 2000s, the Rams up until last year. I mean, all these good organizations, they care about winning first. Doesn't matter what your name is. Doesn't matter how much money you're making. If you're here and you're helping to win, 
If your skill set is aligned with the scheme in this team, you're going to stand, you're going to do good, and you're going to succeed, and you will be here long-term. The Bears, for years, prioritized patronage, prioritized favoritism, and politics. For years, they've done this. That's why I said it's not even a Matt Nagy issue. We go back to Jerry Angelo and Lovey Smith. There were good players on those teams who were just in the doghouse and never played. They ran out Thomas Jones, who turned into a Pro Bowl running back in New York. They crapped on Zach Bowman, who was good on special teams and in the secondary. There were players in Lovey's doghouse, for really no reason at all, who went on to better things later. Fast forward to Phil Embry. The Jake Cutler-Josh McCown situation that year. Cutler kept getting hurt. That was an issue. They got rid of Brandon Marshall and Martellus Bennett, in my opinion, too quickly. Just because of an injury and a somewhat of a down year, but really not a bad year. Alshon Jeffrey leaves, wins the Super Bowl. They kept getting rid of the wrong players. And they were doing it for dumb reasons. And then even Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. Mitch Trubinsky is a huge example, but what about even Justin Fields in his rookie year? How they treated him with Andy Dalton. How they kept around Andy Dalton. How they kept around Nick Foles, who had no business and still has no business being on an NFL roster today. But they kept him around. They kept paying him. Chase Daniel, one of the highest paid quarter backup quarterbacks in football history. <laughs> and the Bears paid a lot of his salary for nothing. They just wasted money on people who had no business making it. But now look, refreshing, different, culture shifting, a different mentality entirely. I mean, Ryan Poles is just so above all of that. It's, it's not even close. It's not even comparable. He's just so far above the sad, pathetic behavior of former Bears, front office executives, and head coaches. He doesn't play the favorite game, the blame game, or worry about who should stay, who should go based on name recognition. If you're good enough, you're going to stay. And if you suck, you're out. And that's it. P.J. Walker, I have a lot of respect for as a player and as a person. P.J. Walker is a man of faith. P.J. Walker went through the lowest of lows, going to the USFL to try and just revitalize his career. He was the MVP, turned it around into a contract, and through a big Hail Mary, started games for the Panthers last year. At one point, he was their starter. And when the contract was signed initially, we did a video on it. Great move. NFL experience, USFL MVP, great story. You know, worked his butt off to get back into this situation. Certainly well-deserved, but unfortunately for him, he just did not compete enough and did not perform well enough, and that ended his opportunity here, like Matt Eberflus said. The competition was created. Because candidly, and this is what, it, what he means by created, it didn't exist. It was created, meaning that day one of training camp, gates open up and Lake Forest fans come piling in. Yes, P.J. Walker's the number two, guaranteed almost. It was created because of Bajan's great play and Walker's subsequent decline. So they knew what they wanted to do. The plan was in place. And yet Bajan played spoiler and now won a position. And then even beat out Nathan Peterman, which... Peterman played well in the preseason, but he's one of the worst-rated quarterbacks in NFL history, so I have no sympathy or worry <laughs> about cutting him. That means nothing. So I could not be more happy with these moves. And 
I just want to emphasize again, there's so much more to this than good for Tyson Beijing. Although that's well-received and certainly deserving for him, there's a lot more to it than that. Ryan Poles chose a new era of thinking. He didn't go with the old way and really the losing way. It's the losing way of thinking. I have respect for people who've done so much in these positions. I have respect to an extent for Jerry Angelo, even Ryan Pace I do because I know it's difficult. But at the end of the day, you're going to make the right decisions more often than the wrong ones, and that's how you're going to stay in power. Those guys kept going with the old way of thinking, and clearly it was a losing way of thinking because the Bears have always sucked. Finally, Brian Pohl says, no, you know what? We want to win, so we're going to make a decision that might be unpopular in terms of management or, or executives or people inside the organization, but it breaks with the old, brings in the new, and sets us up to win more. If Justin Fields gets hurt, based on this performance of the preseason, Tyson Bajant could win the Bears a game if need be. He could actually come in, be electric, and maybe lead the Bears to a game-winning drive, or at least keep the Bears in a game when Fields isn't there. And that's all he has to do. Not going to be the starter, although some on Facebook suggested it. But he's not going to start. Nor should he deserve to start. That's going way overboard and really sipping the Kool-Aid. But he will be on this team. And if needed, if called upon, he will perform. And to me, that's all you can ask for. Thanks for watching today's show here on Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago sports content. And hit up our sponsor, Amish Country Farms in Orland Park. Big thank you to John Meadows for directing and producing. So long, everyone.